Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, welcome, and this is Marty Caldwell. It's a pleasure to be with you today, and today we're going to be discussing tax adoption credits, so adoption tax credits, and some other benefits to help uh, adoptive parents and uh, adoption professionals, too. So information that will be very helpful uh, for you in your adoption journey to save you some money and uh, take some of those uh, allowable deductions, too, that you may not even know about. Um, before we start, I'd like to remind you to uh, visit our site. Um, we have a weekly update Update we send to you by email. It's over at letstalkadoption.com. It's free, and uh, you just click on the left side of the site, and uh, we'll send you an email on um, the upcoming shows, too. You'll also find other resources on our site, links to help you whether you're seeking to adopt already parenting, or if you're hoping to unite with a birth parent uh, or birth family, um, there are also some past shows available for you right now as well, so you can listen to those. And you can also order CDs, which help support um, our program here at uh, Let's Talk Adoption. We'll be soon having podcasts and um, RSS feeds, so look forward to that, too, by coming back to our site. If you have questions for me, send them to me by email at info at letstalkadoption.com. Again, today we're going to spend 30 minutes now talking about the federal tax credit uh, available for adoptive parents, and I've received a number of emails, so we're going to try to consolidate those down and to answer your questions um, from our listeners on how they can deduct, how much credit, you, how much is a credit now, um, what receipts you need to keep a track of, that type of thing. So it's a wonderful benefit and uh, for, for those of us in the U.S. and also some people that are U.S. citizens abroad. We'll be covering the basics and then some vocabulary you'll need um, so that when you go into your tax preparer and do your taxes, you'll at least be more relaxed and prepared for it, too. My guest is um, tax preparer um, William Perez. He is um, with Perez Tax Associates, and uh, he has a website. We're going to be giving you information about that. Um, he is has a special interest in helping people get out of tax pr- trouble, um, so this is also good. Um, he's been enrolled. Uh, he's an enrolled agent, which means he has... Uh, can represent taxpayers before the IRS, which is really crucial. Not everyone can do that. And he is currently in, um, has a private tax practice where he helps people from all walks of life resolve their tax problems. So welcome to the program, William. Thank you. Good morning, Marty. It's so nice to have you on. Thank you. I've got a question for you. Can you briefly explain, you know, just in a nutshell, what the federal tax um, adoption tax credit is? Okay. There's two basic benefits for adopting a kid. One is the adoption tax credit, and the other is uh, an exclusion from income uh, if you get assistance from your employer. Uh, both have the same dollar amount. Okay. For 2006, okay. last year, if you adopted a kid last year, that mm-hmm. amount was $10,960. Okay, if you could speak up just a little bit, William, I want to hear this part too. Okay, for 2006, the uh, tax credit amount is $10,960, and for 07, it's going to be 11000 $390. Wow. Uh, this amount is indexed for inflation and changes every year. Mm-hmm. And it's the same dollar amount both for the tax credit and for employer-provided assistance. And this okay. is how it works. For employer assistance programs, you can receive up to the uh, maximum amount tax-free. This is not income to you. It's excluded from your W-2 wages. Um and it's a, a benefit that your employer can provide to you. The other way to get a tax benefit is to pay uh, your adoption expenses out of pocket 
and then you get a very valuable tax credit mm-hmm. on your Form 1040. Now, for employees, tax credits are much more valuable than exclusions because this is this offsets your taxes dollar for dollar. Right off the top, right? Yes. Uh, of course, the uh, exclusion is more beneficial for employers because then uh, they can provide tax-free benefits to you without uh, a lot of uh, overhead. So if I'm hearing you correctly, because people have asked this, one of the questions is, can, if my employer is giving me 5000 or $8,000, can I also take the tax credit on top yes, of that? Yes, you okay. can take the credit and the exclusion, but the dollar amount for both of those still has to fall within the annual limit. Okay. Now, the, the dollar amount is per child. Mm-hmm. So if your Sibling adoption group. lasts, say, two or three years, mm-hmm. it's still only that dollar amount per child. Mm-hmm. You can adopt two or three kids in a year and get double or triple the amount, but the mm-hmm. dollar amount is per adopted child. So if your adoption is not finalized um, for uh, 18 months or 20 months, it's you only get that one-time uh, tax credit? Uh, yes, that's right. Okay. Okay. And so that's really great. And that's why we're seeing people that can adopt now for a few hundred dollars or nothing because they're actually doing their homework. And we're going to share later on on where they can go to get more information on this. But um, so, you know, we did a lot of there's so many questions coming in uh, from people asking um, about that tax credit. Uh, How do they go about um, finding the form? Um, IRS has something on their website. Yes, that's Form 8839, and there's uh, instructions for that, and the IRS has a couple of really good pages on uh, how to uh, claim the adoption tax credit. Uh, The basic deal is that uh, you take all of your adoption expenses, Mm -hmm. and you uh, take the credit uh, depending on what type of child you're adopting. Mm -hmm. So if you're adopting uh, a U.S. citizen, you can take expenses uh, before, during, or after the year the adoption is mm-hmm. finalized. Uh, if you're adopting a child from uh, another country, you can only claim those expenses either the year the adoption is finalized or the year after. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's so, all on the IRS site too, yes, right? that's right. Mm-hmm. So if you really read it carefully. Uh, what are the limits for income for families? If a family only makes 75000 combined income uh, or they make 200000 combined income, what's the difference in what they can... Um, Yes. Uh, well, the the credit is uh, reduced or phased out uh, depending on your income. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 2007, this current year, uh, the phase out begins uh, if you have an income of one hundred seventy thousand dollars, eight hundred twenty. So, uh, I'll say that one more time. That's uh, one one hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's start over. Uh-huh. One hundred seventy thousand, eight hundred twenty dollars. Okay, so if that's your income... If that's your income, the the credit starts to be reduced. Okay. And it's completely phased out if your income's around $210,000. And is that your annual gross income? Uh, Yes, your income, your annual uh, gross income. Okay. Uh, The the nice thing is even if your income is lower, your taxes may not be as high as $10,000 a year. Mm -hmm. The amount in excess of your tax liability gets carried over for five years. That's what I wanted to find yeah. out. So, so let's say last year you owed $5,000 and you qualified for the full credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount that you don't use, the excess, gets carried over to the next year and you get to use it next year. That's wonderful. And if you don't use it up next year, it keeps carrying over for five years until you use it up. Okay, so you can carry that over for five years. That's really great, too. People are asking, this is for international, domestic, agency, independent, um, have, and FAS adopt any 
any time you're adopting a child, have a step-parent adoption. Well, the credit is not good if it's only not good in a couple of situations. Uh, if there's some sort of surrogate arrangement, mm-hmm. uh, or if you're adopting uh, your spouse's uh, um, child. Okay, so that's good too. Because right. how about if it's a grandparent adopting their grandchild? Any family adoption is it just null? You know that I did not see that in the tax law, so mm-hmm. that would be a great question to take to your professional. Right, and you know this is another question. Here, someone's asked: Is it best to have a tax preparer file your taxes when adopting? Because I guess they usually do their own. Uh, yeah. Well, if you're comfortable doing your own taxes, this is very strange for a tax professional to say. I <laughs> think you should try doing it yourself. You mm-hmm. know, you get out the forms or you get out the software, and see how the credit works. And then, if you have questions. You can go in with printouts or worksheets and say, okay, look, I tried Mm -hmm. doing this. This wasn't coming out the way I expected what's going on. Mm -hmm. That way you're informed about your taxes, and you can have a more intelligent conversation with your uh, tax professional. Right, and find someone that really has a good um, good reputation, too. that's right. You're located in uh, San Francisco, right? That's right. And um, do you work with... um, people outside of California or uh, from all over the world in fact uh, uh-huh. people come to my office and uh, try to figure out what's the best way for them to save on the tax so let's keep your website out if you could please uh, William um, William Perez um, but what is the website there yes uh, I can be found on the web at mm-hmm. taxes.about.com taxes.about.com okay is there a dot in between the taxes uh, taxes.about.com okay very yes. good and we'll have that there, too, William Perez. Um, so I, the other question I have here, too, is I have a, uh, somebody here in South Carolina, Renee, um, asks, uh, I read somewhere if you're self-employed, and they are, uh, and have an S-corporation that could help uh, with adoption costs. Um, do you know what this means and how it works? Yes, I do know what that means and how it works. If the company is going to pay for uh, part of the adoption expenses, mm-hmm. the company needs to ha- adopt a written plan for providing uh, employee benefits, mm-hmm. okay? And then it must provide adoption assistance to all employees, mm-hmm. and it must limit the amount of assistance provided to shareholders of the corporation. Okay. So as you can imagine, a lot of people who set up their own business, they might want to give themselves more benefits than they Mm -hmm. give to their employees. So they put some limits in there to say, we're going to treat all employees fairly. So if a husband and wife work for their own company, they have to offer it to all employees and they have to take the same benefit they do for other employees. Yes. And the amount that they provide to themselves as shareholders of the corporation is going to be uh, limited. Okay. And they, uh, but they not sh- limited more than they would for other employees, though, right? Um, or do you know? Uh, I will double check on that. Okay, that would be great because I know this is a question that comes up probably monthly on the radio show and other places where I speak too. Right. So. The other thing with uh, and uh, S corporations is they're going to be paying taxes on the amount of money that's uh, passed through to them from their corporation dividends, mm-hmm. uh, it might be more valuable to have the tax credit for them to pay for the expenses out of pocket, because mm-hmm. that can offset the taxes that they're paying on other income besides their wages. Right. So there's lots of ways, and that's why I think sometimes it's good to have it. And we're going to we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue on our discussion on the adoption tax credits, exclusions, and uh, some more benefits for you, and what can you deduct. And we're going to find out um, what that is. We'll be right back.
God has a plan for each of us. Sometimes we simply aren't sure what that is. Many Christian families are struggling today with infertility and pregnancy loss and feel forgotten as to God's plan for their lives. Is God trying to convey His plan to you? Perhaps He is trying to lead you to another path for building your family. Christian families are being built every day through the miracle of adoption. There is hope and there's a child for you. Visit LifetimeAdoption.org or call 530-432-7373 to learn more about welcoming a baby into your heart through adoption. Welcome back. I'm Marty Caldwell, and this is Let's Talk Adoption. If you've just joined us today, um, we're talking today with uh, tax specialist William Perez with Perez Tax Associates, uh, located in uh, San Francisco, California, and he does work worldwide with clients, too, so we'll be giving his website out again. But we're discussing um, the tax benefits uh, to adoptive parents, a very important topic that we receive a lot of questions um, from our listeners, too. So this uh, program will be available um, on CD also, and... um, Uh, on our website uh, shortly. Um, I want to remind you also that there is a resource for anybody interested in adopting, and there are some tax information chapters in the book. Uh, AdoptingOnline.com is a book I wrote for hopeful adoptive parents. It's a resource guide with over 1,200 adoption sites and resources, tips um, on, you know, stories, too, about how to save you time, stress, and finances in your adoption. So you can find online, local bookstores, order it, libraries, and uh, if you order it on the website, AdoptingOnline.com today, you can save $10 off, and the um, it comes with a money-back guarantee, too, so I hope that helps a lot of people. William, before we left, we were talking about, um, you know, who could take this deduction, and we said, you know, pretty much anybody, but not step-parents and uh, not a surrogate situation. Um, and um, the one question people do ask, and I know this is a little vague, is, you know, what can we deduct? I tell people to save receipts on everything because I'd rather have them have the receipts and throw them out later than have to go back and try to find them. Uh, yes, that's right. Saving receipts is going to be vital for this mm-hmm. uh, tax credit because uh, the dollar amounts are so high. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, all the law says in terms of what is actually deductible is that the cost must be directly related to the adoption, and they must be reasonable and necessary for mm-hmm. the adoption. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can't, you can't like, write off having your hair bleached because you think it'll, you know, or, or colored because you think you look more attractive to a birth mother. Right. It has mm-hmm. to be directly related and reasonable mm-hmm. and necessary. So th- expenses such as adoption fees, legal mm-hmm. fees, court costs, and travel expenses mm-hmm. all would certainly qualify. Mm-hmm. Now tell me, what happens if, um, this is another question that's come up, if you have um, an adoption that has failed, fall, fell through, or one or, I mean, sometimes people have even more, which is sad, but they've put out some money and the adoption has failed, can they include that in their um, tax benefits? Uh, they can. If the failed adoption is followed by a successful adoption. Yes, okay. So Don't give um, up. That's what you're saying. Don't give up. And then all the expenses for the, let's say there's two events here, one mm-hmm. failed adoption and one mm-hmm. successful adoption. They're considered one adoption for mm-hmm. the purposes of the credit or for the purposes of employer assistance. Okay. So the single dollar limit applies to, mm-hmm. to both events in this Right, and because there are a lot of people I know that uh, with lifetime adoption, they uh, that the fees are due at the time you start the contract, yeah. as with a lot of other organizations. Um, and I know with with lifetime, they continue working with you until you get a match uh, and a, an adoption. But um, and some attorneys have to continue charging a fee. So if there's a failed adoption, they still have court costs and things like that that are. Um, 
unique to that one adoption and they have to start it over again for the next one. Um, so what you're saying is basically keep track of all those receipts and, uh, and present them there, too. Um, and, and it's really nice, too, now if you're doing foster care, um, you're getting a stipend for that, uh, for that period of time. When does that tax credit kick in, then, when you actually adopt the child legally? Uh, yes. The, mm-hmm. uh, well, for uh, domestic adoption, mm-hmm. you can claim expenses uh, bef- before the adoption is final. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say last year the adoption was not final, but you had expenses. You can claim them the year following, in the mm-hmm. following year. Mm-hmm. The year that the adoption is final, you claim the expenses in the same year. Mm-hmm. And if you have uh, subsequent expenses after the adoption has been final, you claim them in the same year you have the expense. Right. And it sounds a little complicated for some people that aren't used to doing their own taxes, or if they are. Um, it, by doing their own, are they inviting an audit possibly? Um, I've looked at the IRS audit guidelines for the adoption credit, and mm-hmm. they're very straightforward. They mm-hmm. look at what you claimed on the tax return. They look at other assistance you might have received, either from your employer or from uh, local and state agencies. Mm-hmm. They look at your receipts and uh, adoption documents and so forth. They just want to make sure that uh, you followed, you know, met all the requirements uh, for the adoption mm-hmm. credit and that you have the uh, backup documentation to prove that. Okay, and is that a form that is on the IRS or just because you're a tax preparer that you get? Um, I did, uh, in, I wrote an article about the adoption tax credit that I posted to taxes.about.com. And okay. I did link to the IRS audit guidelines for that credit. That's great. Uh, so people really going into this. And I suggest that people actually print these things out and put them into their little, like an accordion file. So they have, um, I have here um, some information here that is... Um, uh, tax issues related to adoption assistance, you know, if you're getting assistant, a special needs child, um, you know, international adoption. And I think the more you find, and I know in my book, AdoptingOnline.com, I have a whole section on it, too, that people really find beneficial. And then your site, um, which will have a lot of information on there for people, because a lot of folks don't know that they have uh, employer benefits. It, it, can you share a little bit more about how they go about getting that? I know there's a booklet out, um, but how do they approach their employer and say, um, you know, they go to HR and... Yeah, they should uh, talk to someone in their human resources department or talk to their supervisor and say, you know, does our company have a plan for adoption assistance programs? And some companies do, some companies don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to provide this benefit, all the company has to do is adopt a written plan offering this program. They don't have to fund the program. They don't have to put money aside into a savings account so that it's there. Mm-hmm. They can pri- provide it on an as-needed basis. Right, but they have to have it for everybody. And I encourage people to look. I know that we've sent people out, and they said, well, there's only, you know, 12 employees in our, our office, or, um, you know, there's four people. And um, there is actually um, a booklet out um, available um, that you can find. Uh, I know that we have uh, information on our site, and you probably do on yours, on how to approach your employer. But even small employers have tax benefits uh, by adding this, right? Can you share a little bit about that? How If an employer's listening now, uh, what's the benefit for to add this uh, tax credit to their their program, to their benefit program? Well, it's it's, uh, yet another tax-free benefit that they can offer uh, to their employees along with, you know, health insurance and Mm -hmm. other types of programs that provide, uh, you know, tax-free benefits to their employees. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this is a a great way for them to shoulder part of the burden of uh, the, the adoption expense and then they also get a deduction on their tax returns for for their expenses. 
Right, and so it can really help too. And I think just by doing, and more and more larger companies are um, actually have a department that has adoption resources available for people considering adoption and what to do too. What are some of the tips that you, um, as we get into preparing for our taxes, um, that you can recommend to people to help them stay safe and, and maybe avoid an audit? Because you do work with a lot of people that, that have audits and have are facing uglies with IRS, right? Yes, that's right. Um, I don't see a whole lot of audits around the adoption credit. Mostly, as you say, people have lots of documentation, especially legal documentation mm-hmm. about what was going on. So there's usually not a whole lot of uh, questions concerning this. Uh, but uh, one of the things I, I did want to point out is um, uh, for the adoption credit, there are different rules uh, for domestic and foreign adoptions, especially the timing. When can you claim the credit or when can you uh, receive the uh, tax-free exclusion mm-hmm. from your employer? So they're going to want to dig into, into the details on that. Uh, another thing, a lot of people, especially in California and other states with high uh, state income taxes, are facing the alternative minimum taxes, which is the second tax rate on top of our regular taxes. And some credits do offset and pay for the uh, alternative minimum tax, and others don't. Mm-hmm. How do you find out about that? Uh, well, it changes every year. Mm-hmm. For 2006, for example, the adoption credit could offset uh, the alternative minimum tax. For 2007, unless Congress laws, it's not going to. Uh, So that's one of the things if people are facing AMT, they're going to need to take a close look at how much of the adoption credit they're available. Right. Well, William, this has been wonderful. There's been a lot of information. I do want to give out your um, Perez Tax Associates um, website again because if people do have an interest, I'd like them to visit your site. Could you give that one more time? Yes. uh, People can find me on the web at Mm -hmm. taxes.about.com. Okay, that sounds great. And William Perez, this has been very helpful, and I'm hoping that a lot of people will um, email me back at info at Let's Talk Adoption. Let me know that you enjoyed this program and if you have more questions. And um, you've been gracious um, during this very busy tax season to uh, come forth and spend time with sharing um, so much great information about this assistance to adoptive parents, too. So thank you very much. You're absolutely welcome. Okay. Well, I would like to uh, thank everybody for being part of the show today. And if you're interested in this program, would like a CD of this, um, we'd be happy to uh, get you information about it. Uh, You can go to our website, letstalkadoption.com. And uh, we're also interested in learning more about the topics you like. This is how we came up with this topic because... We had a lot of interest, people emailing us with questions regarding tax issues and not knowing what to do. And even uh, CPAs saying, um, you know, they're not really sure about it. They maybe didn't want to delve into it as much as um, uh, Mr. Perez did. Um, So it's important that you're aware of your adoption and what you can deduct before you go to a tax preparer, before you um, start adopting, and that you actually gather this material up and keep it in a portfolio someplace safe with your um, adoption paperwork. So there's a lot of information on the Internet. Make sure you're going to a good website. Again, I want to share with you that um, that form that uh, you're looking for for the IRS um, will be Form 8839, and um, there's also a... Uh, a form on there on what the IRS would be looking for for an audit. And as Mr. Perez said, there is not uh, that doesn't happen too often, but it's nice to have that. And the publications um, are out there, too, so uh, I think it's important you have that. We are excited about our programming coming up. We've got um, podcasts coming out on Let's Talk Adoption, RSS feeds, and uh, we'll be having more articles, too. So if you know some great websites, some great adoption professionals, something new happening in the adoption um, field, we would like to hear from you. We also have a wonderful calendar on Let's Talk Adoption that talks about uh, our 
our upcoming calendar. So this is Marty Caldwell. Until next week, God bless you. Have a wonderful week, and uh, we'll see you next week. for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.